0: At the moment, we are speaking to Roger Young, who is the director of Why Men Rape? Um, That is a documentary. And he also has his co-director, Mbalim Tetua, and his producer, Vuyo Sieta. Um, So we have um, him on the line here. And good morning, Roger. How are you?
1: Morning, hi, how are
0: you? Good. I'm, I'm, good. I'm I'm lovely, thank you And you know, Raj, I think the really cool thing about the documentary that you're doing now is As women, we are constantly told to dress appropriately Because we shouldn't um, dress yeah. in specific ways Because it will make men feel funny um, yeah. And we need to cover up um, Because men rape Because apparently women um, lead them to rapes. So it doesn't really make sense yeah. to me But that that is a statement that men comes please. a lot in townships and your yeah, documentary logic, yeah. and your documentary is about why men rape. And I think from coming from a man, this is really interesting. So my first question to you is, what inspired what inspired your documentary?
1: Well, I mean, inspires, I mean, it's not the kind of topic that you get inspired by. I mean, okay. <laughs> inspires seems to be a positive word, and it's not exactly a positive topic. But, but, you know, I was just kind of tired. I mean, I, I, you hear the rhetoric a lot of like, you know, women shouldn't do this, women shouldn't do that. But, yes. you know, it's, it's men who are do, men do this. It's men who do this. And, and there's a, a, you know, we call it rape culture. But there's, there's this culture of the way we talk about women um, the way women are commodified and objectified, and it's this kind of talking and this this thinking that that leads to to rape, to sexual violence, to sexual assault, and all of these things. And and I just really, I got to the point around about two thousand and six where um, I was actually talking to somebody who who described to me um, a date rape. He described to me how he had 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 raped somebody, and and I was like,
0: Whoa. I was like,
1: Do you know that you just described a rape.
0: Wow. Do you know so, that
1: you raped somebody.
0: Uh, Roger, and, I just want to and, backtrack on that, sorry. Yeah, Did yeah. you say you were in normal conversation?
1: In normal conversation. And in this man... sitting with somebody with, a, with with somebody who's a friend in a coffee shop and and we were having a conversation and he described his night out to me.
0: Can you also just explain to the listeners what um date date rape means, just so that they have some context?
1: Well, Essentially, he coerced somebody. He went out on a date with somebody, uh-huh. and he coerced them into having sex with him against their will. He got this woman drunk enough so that she uh, wasn't able to control her actions, and and he did it purposely. He described how he did it, um, so that she ended up going home with him because she wasn't able to drive. And while she was passed out, had sex with her, which oh. is date dangerous. Oh,
0: and- okay.
1: And the way he described it to me, he described it as a conquest, and and it really just kind of like obviously, I mean, I mean, it just it made me kind of cold. And 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 I said to him, I, I, would you be prepared to like? I, I, you know, I was I kind of like, you know, you, you, you raped that woman. Do you know that? He was like, no man, no bro, it's not like that. You know. So so what
0: did he, w- what did he you know? say? The woman said or did like when this woman woke up? What went on from there?
1: Oh, you know, he was he, he, he cast it in the language of the walk of shame. You know, oh, she was so embarrassed and, you know, she did the walk of shame and all that kind of stuff, you know?
0: And how old is this he person? About,
1: he was about 32. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she was a bit younger, not much younger, 27. She's also somebody I knew at the time. So, um... Yeah, so, I, I, you know, it, it, that that's what kind of got me thinking. It's, you know, when I when I sat down, with, like, I, I had the conversation that night, and I was like, I was blown away. And then I got hold of him a few days later, and I said, you know, could I interview you about this? Mm-hmm. And I, I interviewed him on tape, like with a dictaphone, not on, not on camera. Yeah. And as I explained to him his actions and, and retold them to him, And he became aware of what he had done.
0: So you are saying he he did not know that he was raping this girl?
1: No. In in the language he used and and the way he spoke about it, to him it was just an ordinary conquest. We got really drunk. I, I gave her a couple of drinks and then she ended up not being able to drive home. So she came and she stayed at my place and she was kind of asleep, you know.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sheesh, and, no. and and what was his reasoning um, when you asked him why he did it?
1: Well, she came on a date with him. Okay. So therefore, she wanted to have sex with him, right? No. Exactly. <laughs> but but no. no, men don't think like this.
0: So you're telling me that men think that if we go out on a date with you, it means we it's want not, you to jump it's our bones?
1: It's, look, I, I don't want to hashtag not all men, but obviously it's not it's not as extreme as that in every situation, but mm. but... But that is the kind of thinking that, that 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 we're dealing with and and I can't speak to township thinking because I'm white and i'm middle class
0: yeah.
1: I'm talking about how the white men I know behave and and the white and the middle class black men I know behave
0: yeah. and
1: um you know, why in Bali and we are on board and why we plan to do a lot of extensive research we're following very carefully um uh, Lisa Wessing did a, a, a groundbreaking study uh, about ten years ago uh, mm. called the roots of the rape crisis. She's at the Centre for Violence and Reconciliation, and we're following her study quite closely. But um, but yeah, that, the, men tend to think in terms of women as something to be possessed and to be commodified, and 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 that thinking needs to be broken down. The thinking needs to be um, confronted head on, and 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 and. Uh, uh, deconstructed. And it needs to be deconstructed in the face of men who that way, which is why we plan to interview um, seven or eight rapists. And we're trying to find people that haven't been convicted, that haven't mm. gone to prison because, you know, if people are in prison, they obviously have an agenda that they want to get, uh, you know, they want to get parole or they want to get, you mm. know, the sentences reduced. So mm. they're going to tell you a certain story. We're trying to find people that, that don't
0: care. Wow. Um, on the line is Roger Young And he is talking about his new documentary Why Men Rape And really asking questions that need to be asked And trying to figure out What is this pande- this rape culture thing That is going on in South Africa If you want to chat to him You can call us on 021-446-5671 um, um, You're more than welcome to send through your questions as well On at Cape Talk And maybe if you've been raped Or you know a rapist um, Let's talk about this Roger, I think while we also, while we have you on the line, do you think you have finally found the answer to why men rape?
1: Oh no, um, I no. I wish I did. I mean, look, I think it's got. I think oof, it's you know, growing. I, I grew up, um, like I say, I grew up middle class, and um, and uh, I I know that growing up, luckily, I wasn't a jock or anything like that. I was kind of like the nerd at school and. But i rape I, culture exists from the, the very earliest age. I mean you, the way men are conditioned at school, um, the way we're conditioned, the history we taught, things we taught it's in subtle uh, cues and clues along the way, you know. Mm. Um, Uh, I remember at a very early age learning about the Vikings attacking England and how they raped and pillaged and how, uh, you know, they were set, uh, you know, that kind of became like a a powerful image in my head in the history books, the images of Vikings and and, and the idea of rape and pillage, and it set up this thing in my head at a young age of that must be a good thing to do without... That shows power. Yeah, it shows power without knowing what rape was, I mean... Obviously, later on, I learn what rape actually is, but it's still set up as oh, it's a thing of power in my head. Then, on the other hand, you know, um, you know, you 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 learn that uh, all the tenets of romantic love and how how you know you must overwhelm a woman with presents and like you know like you know like uh, medieval love, the knights at the window, and then mm. you buy her presents, and if she doesn't. If, she doesn't, if she's not into you, then you just buy her more presents or you sing her more songs or that kind of stuff, you know. So it's very early on, you, you're taught to coerce. Uh, you're taught that coercing women into, into liking you is, is the way to go, you know. overwhelm them with notes and, and uh, shout-outs on the radio and all that stuff, you know. But sure. you're basically taught that you're right. As a man, it's your right.
0: And, and this is how and, it's supposed to be.
1: And that's just how it's supposed to be. And when they say no, um, that's not right. And you must, you must combat that, you know?
0: And, you know, I must say, um, I was actually in a situation where someone said to me that my expectations are too high. And I shouldn't just say no to everyone. I should actually give someone a chance. And I don't have a boyfriend because I am the way that I am. And I'm like, what do you mean? I, mean, I am the w- like, you- Sorry, it's awful. It's awful, like because I don't like you, it means that I'm not woman enough.
1: You must just like you must just lie down and you must just say okay, sure, whatever.
0: Exactly, but I I think it's ridiculous. It's crazy, and that's the world we live in, which is pretty sad. But um, Roger, can you tell us how we can support um, this Why Men Rape documentary?
1: Um, We're crowdfunding at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just we just started that process. We need to raise. Um, we we want to. We'd like to try raise the three hundred and three hundred and fifty something thousand that we need to make it. Um, that's a lot of uh, doing a lot of interviews and I mean filmmaking is expensive. Unfortunately, I wish we could make it cheaper. We've got two. So the crowdfunding page is um, on Thunderfund. So it's thunderfund. dot com. Slash
0: Y underscore men underscore rape. Okay. So it's fundafund.com. Slash. Slash. Y, y mm-hmm. underscore mm-hmm.
1: men underscore
0: rape. Okay. Perfect. So there you have it. You can go to fundafund slash Y underscore men underscore rape. Underscore. Oh, if
1: fund a fund and, and type in why men rape. I, think, I think it's on the main page at the moment, so it's probably just there when it pops up.
0: Or you could do that and um, hopefully help Roger fund his amazing cause um, to actually figure out why men rape. But, I, but the other thing, Roger, is what are you hoping to achieve by this? Do you think that there is actually a, a real root cause as to why men I rape? A, I don't
1: think it's a question that we can answer, but I think what we can do is we can arm people with... A series of conversations they can have with men who might be potential rapists or might have been rapists Mm -hmm. and just puncture their thinking and just really just give them the conversations they need to have so that they can you know it's one thing to say that you know women shouldn't wear short skirts I mean that's just that is ridiculous women should be able to do exactly what they like whenever they like however they like Mm -hmm. but but I think every member of society should be armed with the tools they need to, to, to tackle someone ideologically, to prevent the thinking, to break down the thinking, and to, and to stop it in that way. Mm. I don't think we'll ever stop rape. I don't think that's possible. Um, i don't think you can uh, until we change the entire teaching system and the entire way society is structured it's not going to change our society is geared towards it
0: mm. but do you not do you not also think that even though we talk about women being able to wear whatever they want whenever they want however they want subtly and unconsciously we unconsciously we still promote the fact that if a woman dresses in a specific way she is she is asking for it. For example, I mean, in the workplace, for example, the workplace has all these rules about what a woman can wear and what a woman yeah. cannot wear. Why? Yeah.
1: Well, they shouldn't exist. I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Like, I mean, ultimately, everybody should be free to do whatever they want in whatever situation they want to they want to do it. The fact that um, a woman wearing this is going to distract a man—that's the man's fault. That's not exactly. the woman's fault exactly and, and and the sooner men learn that, the better it's going to be for everybody. you know um, mm-hmm. you you know it's a, it's a it's' the a question of just teaching people to learn to understand the signals and 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 in the way society is kind of structured at the moment, the signals are misinterpreted all the time, and that, like obviously, I mean, I'm not a social theorist. I can't break down why that exists. I can. I have my own theories, but until I've done the research properly, I'm not going to not going <laughs> to say anything on national radio. Um, but that I can be held to. But yeah.
0: So mm-hmm.
1: they they just it just it's not fair. I don't think it's fair, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's fair that um, I find myself in situations where I'm talking to to people that I know and care about and. And I have to hear the stories of how they've been mistreated by just by the rules and the rules that exist to prevent them from being raped and those mm. rules are bullshit. Because
0: yeah.
1: it should be men not doing it.
0: Yeah. And, and and I think the I just want to know from you, um, while you've been doing this documentary and going through this research, I think mm-hmm. one question a lot of women have is mm-hmm. is it possible for your boyfriend to rape you? Um Because I think we constantly, a lot of women get into relationships and they feel like they owe it to their boyfriends or significant others to have sex with them. Like, because I'm with you, that is my job. And I've had conversations with numerous of my friends. And I'm like, no, if you don't want to, it's still rape.
1: No, no, no. if you don't feel like it, you don't have to. You don't do it. And men who who coerce their, their partners into sex or... Or demanded of them, or you just guilt them into it are the worst kind of scum. I mean it is just the most rep- how do you live with yourself if you do as a man? How do you live with yourself as you do if you do that mm. like and that you 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 your way like a spoiled child into getting sex it's disgusting but
0: that, that is true, and I completely agree with you and lastly, just before um we say goodbye. Mm. What do you think about the laws um, of rapists? Because if you compare someone who, mur- the sentence, the sentencing of someone that's murdered or committed fraud is way harsher than someone that's raped someone. Do you think that South Africa needs to step up its game? Um, what yeah, are your I thoughts think, on the law?
1: I really do. I really think that, I really think we've got, we've got a, well, look, it's, it's international. I mean, rapists are not are not punished enough.
0: Why I mean, do you think this I, is the case?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't really believe in a system that punishes people, but it's what we have and it's what we're working with. And within that system, I don't think the laws are subscribed enough. I don't think um, enough rapists go to prison. I mean, I think it should happen all the time. I think it should be one of those, like, you know, no, you do it once and you go to prison. There shouldn't be parole for rape. It shouldn't be suspended sentences for rape. It should be one of those instant prison things. Mm. Um, but also, you know, the the, the problem with, with with it is the fact that the way it's reported, women aren't treated in a way. I mean, a woman in a township goes into a police station and, and reports a rape, and she will be laughed at. Police officers laugh at them. They say, "Do not, uh, you know, you, you should have enjoyed it." I what? mean, we, we have read so many cases like this, and it's, it's horrific. And so there needs to be a beyond sentencing, there needs to be just a huge rollout of an education program across the country for all police officers to under, officers to understand what it is, because it is a basic misunderstanding of what it is.
0: But those police officers too are probably rapists. Or, or have raped I mean, I don't, and don't I, think know, that, that it's a problem.
1: I don't, want, I don't want to characterize police officers as rapists, but there is a percentage of police officers who rape. yes.
0: That is one. And I think the, the other thing that I find very interesting, um, Roger, you seem very disgusted by the actions of all these rapists, but you sit with these people. They have not been punished. They have not um, admitted or, to their crimes. And you sit with them and you have conversations with them. And you carry these secrets around with you. Do you not feel like that's a bit contradictory to what you're trying to achieve.
1: Look, I mean, uh, I've I'm, I'm having these conversations with them on camera. I mean, I haven't started doing that yet. I've done a lot of these conversations. I've done I've done seven conversations so far mm-hmm. that have been recorded on dictaphone. Um, these are conversations that will somehow go into public record once the documentary's finished. But the, you know, certainly the ones we shoot will be in the documentary. There's nothing that's hidden in the end. During the process of making it, however, um, you know, speaking to people and, 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 you know, I I, I fully explain to our our subjects what it is that we're doing.